Welcome to the Hey Travelpreneur podcast, your go-to for real-world travel marketing tips and strategies to help you create the thriving travel business you've dreamed of. And now your host, Nicole Barrett. Okay. Well, hello, Teresa. How are you? Welcome to the Hey Travelpreneur podcast. Hey, Nicole. I am doing outstanding. How are you doing? I'm good. I, outstanding. Okay. So I love that you say outstanding because, you know, <laughs> as you know, there are a lot of words that we overuse, right? Like good or awesome. Yes. And right. So I my fave live in the that. dream, live in I'm, the dream. I'm like, if I hear one more live in the dream, <sighs> but I can't credit myself for that. Um, I had a physics professor in college and that yeah. was how he would answer whenever we would ask him how he's doing, he'd be like, outstanding. So I can't <laughs> I love for that. that. <laughs> I might steal that. So if you hear me say, oh, I'm doing outstanding, and I probably won't give you credit, but just know yeah. that my hats are off to you. <laughs> <laughs> and your, and your, your college professor. Yes. Oh, well, that's good. Well, listen, I am really excited to have you uh, on the podcast today. So, uh, I mean, the listeners don't know this, but you and I set this up within a matter of minutes, right? When I reached yes. out to you. And of course, there's my phone going off and we're not going to edit that because life happens. Um, yes. <laughs> so you and I um, scheduled this uh, podcast within a matter of uh, minutes after uh, you were, well, just to give, you, give people a little background, I run this program with some beautiful and awesome and outstanding <laughs> uh, travel entrepreneurs, this program called Refresh. And you were a guest um, within that program a couple of days ago on the social media panel talking about social media, which we're going to get into a little bit more further uh, into this podcast. But you were on that and I said to myself, okay, I absolutely have to have Teresa on my podcast and within a matter of minutes, it was done, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Done. We're just able to be flexible. I mean, it's 2020. We've already gotten used to adapting and all that good stuff. So <laughs> oh, adapting in these unprecedented, no, there's another word for you. Unprecedented times. I hope I never hear that word ever again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. But, you know, I didn't meet you during refresh. We kind of, I mean, we haven't, I don't think we've ever met in person, correct? No, we've never met in person. You were a guest on the Tin Lounge once. Yes. You? Yeah. So Karina and I, we do um, another podcast called the Tin Lounge, also on the Trav Market Media Podcast, podcast. Network. Yes. Um, so you were a guest with us. And I remember Karine saying, Teresa, um, Nicole is like, our people. And I'm like, great. I am so happy to meet her and to have her on the show. So we, we've met virtually, which yes. I think is also another theme of 2020. <laughs> which is fantastic. So, and we're going to, you know, we're going to give you a chance to do a quick introduction. So, you know, in your own words, so people know exactly who you are, but we were communicating on social media prior to the 10 lounge um, connection there. And the Tin Lounge, we should explain, is your podcast, which I'm mm -hmm. sure you're going to get into. So you have this podcast with Kareen Johnson called the Tin Lounge, which folks is, I mean, you have to listen. If you're not listening to it, go ahead. And <laughs> it's one of my favorites. And also too, I was a guest on that. So hello. Yes. Um, <laughs> and so we were communicating, we've been communicating on social media uh, prior to the Tin Lounge interview. But I remember my very first uh, real connection virtually with you was through Corinne, 
Um, and Corinne said, you know, well, you know, just so you know, you know, I had a talk with Teresa about you and Teresa knows you. I mean, T Teresa thinks you're awesome. And if Teresa thinks you're awesome, then all is right with the world. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but it, comes, it was something like that. <laughs> I don't so know wonderful. what conversation you have with Corinne, but that was fantastic. All right. So that's how uh, you and I know each other. And I'm super happy that you agreed to come on this podcast to talk about or to give some tips on how travel pros and travel professionals, travel agents, if you will, uh, can get their, their fam life together. But before we do that, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, Teresa? Of course. I am Teresa. I own Get Out Custom Travels. It's a boutique travel agency where um, I specialize in custom trips. And my favorite destinations are in Europe and Asia. But, you know, we do FITs all around the world. Um, and I'm also the creator of Fan With Intention. Oh, nice. Lovely, which we're going to get into in a little bit, in a little bit too. And you are... Uh, you are also a podcast host. So tell yes. us a little bit about the Tin Lounge, which we mentioned before. And I should also mention that you're also part of the Trav Market Network, which the Hey Travelpreneur podcast, this podcast is also a part of. So tell us about your podcast. So the Tin Lounge, Tin stands for Travel Industry News. So Karine and I, we basically just gather the news or relevant topic in the industry that week we talk about it, we converse, we present the news in a way that's conversational and hopeful and a little bit more fun, even though the news isn't always fun. Um, yeah. But we present it in a way where it's, um, where it's nice for people to listen and they feel like they're being understood. Yes. I get it. I get it. So when you say, when you say tin lounge or when I think of and say tin lounge, and the fact that you have a whole mini bar kind of drink theme going on around it, even your branding photos suggest that. So from a Caribbean girl, Jamaican girl perspective, when I think of the tin lounge, I picture in my head this, you know, uh, tin roof top bar on the side of a road on the side of the road in Jamaica or something. I just look at the wall. <laughs> I love it. If there are cocktails involved, you can be in any kind of lounge you want to yes, be. Yes, <laughs> but honestly, I just picture this tin zinc thatch roof kind of yeah. you know bar and somewhere. Discussing the news and everything. Yeah. Talking yes. about what's going on. <laughs> See what's going on. You hear what's going on in the world. You banter about it. You have lively, fun conversations. You disagree. You agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. I yep. love that. So every time I think of the Tin Lounge, that's what I think about. But anyway, <laughs> so we're going to get into some of, some of your tips on how travel agents can um, make fams work for them, right? So mm -hmm. instead of just going on a fam, just to be on a fam, how to make fams work for them. But before we do that, let's stick a pin for a quick word from our sponsors. Okay, and we are back. Okay, so tell us, Teresa, where did you start? Um, I know social media-wise, you haven't always been on social media, right? So give us an idea as to where you started with your business, where you started with social media, and where you are now. I started my business in 2016, and prior to that, I didn't have an Instagram account. I even told myself, I'm never going to get an Instagram account. Well, <laughs> Look at where I am never today. Say never. <laughs> yeah. So I realized once I started my business that 
I really had to look at social media in a different way than I did when I was just a regular person or like part of the general public. <laughs> I'm not posting anymore just to be like, hey, look at this pretty picture. Yeah. Everything I post, I realized had to have some kind of point, you know, like, why am I posting this? I'm trying to market to my clients. And um, I will tell you, some of my first posts on Instagram, it would be an understatement if I said it was cringeworthy. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. And I had to learn and consume as much information about social media marketing as I could because honestly, social media marketing is a degree you can get in college. It's yes. a literal job, like mm -hmm. a, an actual job it that does people take apply quite for. a bit of thinking, right? Yes. And strategy yes. to make it work for a specific reason. Exactly. And it takes work and practice. And it took me a bit of time to get used to it and to do trial and error, see what strategies worked, what didn't. And during that time from like 2016 until now, I've been able to capture the attention of a lot of different people, not just clients, but also um, suppliers in the industry. For example, right. one of the biggest things I did um, or one of the biggest opportunities that I had through social media was I was chosen to go on um, an influencer cruise with U River Cruises in Paris. And it was like all nice. expense paid. And they looked at my social media and they were like, yes, we want you to go. And then I was like, oh my goodness, I think I'm on the right track here. Yes. And, you know, it was one of five US agents. And um, last summer, I was so, so fortunate to be one of four agents to be chosen to go on Austria's very first social media fam. Oh, nice. And this was with the Austrian tourism board, and it was just purely based on social media. And it was absolutely amazing. And I realized that all the work that I had put in, all the consistency that I had put into growing social media is it was actually paying off. Oh, and I even love that. yeah, and even local um, publications and news stations and stuff, they started noticing what I was doing because I was, you know, strategically geotagging my stories and a lot of different things that I was doing to just have them find me. And a lot of it seemed random, but then it's like, hey. I'm being consistent. I should have been found. <laughs> which is which which is key. And I'm going to give you some like honestly, I will I will say that you you just came back from a trip. Well, you came back from a couple of trips over the past couple of weeks, according to your social media. But I'm talking specifically about the Mexico trip. Yes. So I was following you. I think I, I think I did see some feed posts, but I'm mostly in your stories, Teresa, as you may <laughs> know. Um, I'm all up in your stories and your stories from the last Mexico trip that you did. They were phenomenal. I'm talking about your Instagram stories for listeners who don't know what I'm talking about. Um, they were phenomenal. Like you brought me on that trip, but at the airport right? So the moment you were at the airport and I'm going to tell you, so here's the thing and, and you'll see, you'll see what I'm talking about. The fact that this stuck in my mind shows that you're going, you're, you're doing a good thing. Um, because it's so silly. It's, it's literally like the stupidest thing you are flying out of, or you you weren't flying out of Tampa. I was flying out of Orlando. You were yes. flying out of Orlando and you were talking about how you missed flying out of Tampa, why you didn't fly out of Tampa, and you were just so bummed, and you let us know, not, not necessarily your frustrations, but your personal thoughts as to flying out of Orlando versus flying out of Tampa. And then I remember you had that, that Tampa babe shirt on. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I said to myself, I want that shirt, but I'm not from Tampa. I don't <laughs> live in Tampa. <laughs> but I want that shirt, right? And it shows your connection. It shows a little bit about who you are, right? Um, you know, with the shirt on and not flying out of Tampa. And that was, and you created a connection. Now, I was already connected with you, but you created a, a deeper connection with me. And I would assume a, a, a uh, connection with other people before you even left for your trip. Right? And I, wow. I, like, I, I will... thank you so much for letting me know. <laughs> <laughs> because when you're on the other end, when you're on the other end of posting, you never get feedback like, the, like what you're giving me right now. I'm just like, I hope this works. You know, like this yes. has worked for me in the past. So hopefully this one will take, because the thing about social media is it's very fickle. Yes. You know, you'll post something absolutely beautiful and then you'll wonder why it's not getting as much engagement as like the, the picture of you eating a macaroon or something. Right, you know, like, right, right. Like, why, why does this one it's work like, and that I one not work? I just bared my soul and gave you yes. all the information. And <laughs> what do you mean you don't like it as much as the one yeah. that I just showed with my kid? Yeah. Right? <laughs> I forget the kid. Here's the, I'm here. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's all part of social media is just trying everything that you can until you yes. figure out what works best for you. Right. And I feel like a lot of advisors, what I found is that they're afraid to put themselves out there. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's very scary to be vulnerable and to put your own personality out there because you're always afraid, you know, what if people don't like me? What if they yes. don't like my person? Yes. But the thing is, you're the only one who's worried about that. You're the, okay. So which goes back to something we talked about on the refresh call um, a few days ago with the refresh folks, you know, refresh squad. Hey, hi guys. Hope you're listening. Um, (laughs) Hashtag refresh squad. So we talked about the fact that no one cares. I mean, Mm -hmm. people, they like your post, they engage with you, they connect, but no one really cares. Or sometimes, sometimes it feels that way, but sometimes that can be a good thing that no one cares because the fact that we are so caught up in ourselves and so caught up in sometimes how we look, how we speak, what we have to say, what we don't have to say. And we get so caught up on that, that we don't show up. Right. Yes. Because we yes, think the we, world is going to judge us, but no exactly. one really cares. The people who needs to hear what you have to say will hear it. There's a lot less pressure when you think about it that way. And yes. that's what in the beginning I had to tell myself, I'm yes. like, what if I show up and look so dumb and I look like an idiot. And then I'm just like, you know what? Like they don't care. No one cares. No one cares. They only care about themselves. Yes. And that's what you need to keep in mind. People yes. only care about themselves. So what are you going to bring to them? To, to help them. To help them. What yes. value? Exactly. So They're, don't that, for hair like flying in the wind. Yeah. Exactly. Value, value, value. That's a good point you just made. They only, just like how you care about yourself showing up, they only care about themselves. So what can you bring to the table? What can you give them to help them? So... Perfect. Okay. Oh my God. I love that. Like we could end here. <laughs> Folks, this is the end of this podcast. Thank you so much. See you in the next my episode. My microphone has dropped. So. Well, I can still hear you. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to end the podcast here and then you're going to give me all the value. Yes. I can still hear you. <laughs> so you can drop the mic for everyone else, but you and I are going to continue talking because this is so good. Okay, so that's fa- that's fantastic. Okay, so that's a great segue then into talking about fam trips for travel agents. 
Okay. So, uh, fam trips, oh, that word, the, those two words. Um, so many of you may know my history, uh, as director of sales or original director of sales for Sandals and Beaches Resorts in the Northeast region, where, um, in my, in my past for 13 years, I've done dozens, maybe hundreds of, uh, fam trips. Or for those of you who are not familiar, they are, it's always hard to say this word, familiarization trips, (laughs) (laughs) which is why we call them fam trips. Um, From mega fams to small fams with five people, you know, been there, done that. And, you know, I've seen it all. I've heard it all. I've read it all. And this is something that I talk about quite a bit for those of you who are either in my academy or part of my audience, how important these trips are, not just for you, but for the people who you're serving, for the people who you are going to see these properties for, right? And so with Teresa starting out in Orlando, missing Tampa, bringing me on her journey. Okay, so we talked about, you know, your airport stories, but I didn't even get into the whole while you were there stories and how, I mean, I, I think I may have, you know, sent you several likes or dms during that week right? oh yes i remember seeing that i'm like dang she's <laughs> looking at my stuff. Yes, I'm looking at stuff and not only am i looking at it i'm engaging with it right because i like to make sure people know that what they're doing is awesome so if i have the time i will always pop in and if i can't put the words to it i'll do a little double tap and do the heart or something mm-hmm. like that right um because they were great and it is important for travel agents who are going on FAMS or even going on personal vacation to know that if you have the time and if you have a good strategy, it's a great opportunity to reconnect with your audience, but you have to do it the right way. Okay. So let's get into some tips that maybe they can use um, when they're going on a fam trip or when they're going on a vacation that they want to showcase for their audience. So why don't you start with one of what, what is the, the biggest mistake that you see them make and how they can, they, how can they fix it? The biggest mistake I see advisors make is not preparing yes. for their trip. Um, Sure. You can prepare by making a packing list. You can prepare by, you know, checking your passports and stuff, but they don't prepare their social media plan. And that is why a lot of folks go on these fam trips and they don't post as well or as much as they should, because you've been on fam trips as a supplier. I've been on fam trips as an agent and we know how exhausting fam trips can be. Yes. Especially if you're, let's just say that, for example, you're in Cancun or something, mm-hmm. you, you might have six plus side inspections a day and it is hot no it kidding. Is and you are sticky. You're just, you know, by the third or fourth resort, you're like, which resort is this again? Which Everything is- looks the same. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> Yeah. And then you go back to your resort after all the site inspections and like, okay, dinner is in an hour. Yeah. So you I was just about to say too. Yes. So you're not only are you seeing these six, these six resorts, but you're, you're taken into the sun, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever weather it is. You're also taking in the transfer in between each one. You're also taking into consideration that you may have had a late dinner last night, a hosted dinner of some sort. Right. And Many of many travel agents are also working. They're also servicing their clients, their their current clients. So having all of that put together, a lot of times 
trying to post on social media about what you've done that day or trying to figure out how you can really market what you've seen that day, mm-hmm. it, it goes on the back burner. You're like, I'm just going right. to do it tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. And what <laughs> my, what I realized was happening to me is I was returning home with like five to 600 photos that mm. I just didn't know what to do with them. And the family right. was over. I'm already back in my office and I'm back to work again. Yes. And it felt like that fam trip couldn't have been, it wasn't as impactful as it could mm-hmm. have been. Right. I agree. And so what happens and, and another one mistake that I see people, what I see them make or travel agents make is that they'll come back with those 500 photos and they'll post, you know, 45 of them in one Facebook post. Yes. Right? And, and it's a, it looks the same. It's just it like the same. room, room, pool, buffet, right. you know, all these things. That's and it's just 75 shots yeah. or, you know, seven shots of the same pool. And so you'll see it on Facebook and it will say, you know, you'll, it'll say, it'll show four or five photos and then it will say plus 32 more. Right. And yes. what is that? And then those are the same people that will come back uh, a month later and say, I don't have any content. Right. Right. You, ha- you have a lot of content. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you have more content than you think. Okay. So I completely agree. And I think also too, when it comes to, you know, and one, one way I think that we can change that is to change our mindset around content, you know, from the very beginning. Right. right. So you say put together a strategy, which is, I agree. So that could be, um, okay, you're going. So what are the things that, what are the questions that my, my audience is asking? What questions are my clients asking? What do I want to showcase? What do I want to talk about? What would they be interested in? And then you make a list of maybe some shots that you have to take, right? Some photos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe you make a list of the people who you would like to speak to when you get there, maybe even do a live video or something like that. And you plan your content, what that, what you're going to, the content that you're going to share when you get back, but you plan that before you go. That's what you're saying. Yes. And a lot of that, you have to work in conjunction with a supplier for a Mm -hmm. lot of the prep. Um, If it's a hosted fam, you know, I know a lot of times BDMs, they're very swamped and they don't send out the itinerary until, you know, three days before the fam. I know that's happened to me and I'm like, what are we doing? Yes, I've been there. Don't forget, I started at Sandals as a BDM. Yes. So like I understand BDMs are super busy just trying to coordinate everything on site, but you know, get the itinerary from your BDM and use that to plan your social media for your fam. Because once you have in, once you have that general guideline in place, when you're on your fam, you're not going to feel like, Oh no, what am I doing? You Mm -hmm. already have a guideline set up. Right. And of course, you can be flexible with what you're doing, um, depending on what happens on the fam. But having just that plan in place can do right. so much to do I agree. how overwhelmed you feel. And another reason to have a plan too is because, you know, from, you know, a supplier standpoint, which is the standpoint that I, that I, was, that I found myself in for 13 years, is that you have limited time. Right. So, you know, I know that as a BDM or when I was original director in charge of BDMs and we're on a fam, I would have a BDM in the front lead in the pack and a BDM in the middle if we had extra and a BDM at the back to bring in the rear. Right. Because we were herding. It's basically we're, we're herding cattle yes. is what we're doing. Yes. Right. And <laughs> we want to make like sure, sometimes. <laughs> of course, you know, and we see we see a room or 
you know, we see, we see what we came to see and it's like, okay, now we're, and we're walking. We are there to keep you on time. So you have a limited amount of time to take a picture of a room, to take a picture of a view from that room, take a picture of a, 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 you know, one or two features in that room that makes the room that room. So it, it helps the plan because otherwise you f- you're going to find yourself with pictures, uh, you know, pictures of the room number, pictures, yes. yeah, fuzzy pictures <laughs> of the room or pictures with other travel agents in it, right? Right. And the thing <laughs> for me is when I go on FAMS, unless there is something absolutely unique about a room that I need to capture on camera, right. I don't tend to take pictures of rooms because I can find that on Google. Right. And easily. So, or not even just Google, you can get that from the supplier's uh, yes. asset library. Yes. A hundred percent. So I try to just really take in what the BDM is saying versus mm-hmm. trying to get a picture of the room with no one in it because exactly. I can find that online. I can get that from the BDM. I don't need to waste their my time photos are probably going to look better than yours. A hundred percent. Yes. 100%. And yeah. I don't have to go at the end of the day and you know, edit out my photos. Mm-hmm. I'd rather not have those photos in there to begin with. So I don't have to, right. you know, take time to, to sift through them. So unless I there's agree. something like absolutely like amazing, I'm like, I'm definitely gonna take a picture of this. I just, you know, look at the room, get a feel for what it, the atmosphere feels like. And then I'm like, next, the next person next. can go in and take awesome. a look. Yeah. So, and I mean, something else that I can think about in terms of preparing too is, uh, what do you think about, and I've, I mean, this has happened quite a bit in my day and I actually think it's a great idea, but I'd love to know your thoughts. So if you are, because of the fact that the fans get busy and sometimes they're really like properly scheduled, like your, your entire time is, is accounted for all your hours, all your minutes are accounted for. What do you think about tagging on like a pre and post day or two to kind of get the shots you need and to get the information that you need? Absolutely. If you can, if you can make time for that, a pre and post, mm-hmm. um, go ahead and do that because on a fam, you're not really able to enjoy the actual resort. Yes. Um, you're running from one place to another. Mm-hmm. Your dinners and lunches are typically already planned. You're not yes. actually in the restaurant experiencing it like a client would. Right. So definitely a pre or post would be beneficial to you. And one thing that I really love to do is just walk around the resort, take in mm-hmm. like different shots of different areas. Maybe I can get a photo with myself in there. Yes. Um, plan it out. Give yourself time. Um, but the key is planning, planning, Manic. taking the time to do that right. prep work. All right. So before you move on to the other tip, uh, you mentioned, you know, um, what's the words, uh, you mentioned like seeing the resort, like seeing, seeing it by yourself. So, but I also, I also think that feeling it by yourself is a different thing. So when we talk about putting content out there, whether it's email or social Mm -hmm. media, a lot of times we have, we may have the most beautiful photo, but it's like, okay, what do we write? Like, what's the copy, right? What's the caption? And so like feeling what you're feeling in a, at a particular destination is important because if you have a, you know, a photo of this wonderful bar on the beach, okay, it's great during a fam trip. If you're passing by, you can probably snap a quick photo if you want to, but mm-hmm. it also helps to experience it. So how are you going to tell them what five o'clock feels like, you know, at sunset hour or at happy hour on this beach and this beach bar, if you don't really feel it yourself? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And one thing I always keep in mind whenever I travel someplace is if something makes me feel a particular emotion, I am aware of it and I note it 
and I'm, yes. and I take out my notes app on my phone write and I down. write it down. Cause so mm-hmm. I'm just like, why did I feel this way? Um, because when we're marketing, we're trying to tap into emotions, our clients' right. emotions, our audience's emotions. So use your own emotions to figure out what to write. Yeah. So if you, if you see this bar and for some reason it like, it makes, it moves you. Yes. Take a picture of it. And, you know, sometimes you'll be like, you know what, this moved me because it reminds me of, you know, Christmas time. My granddad loved to, you know, mm-hmm. sit around this bar and whatever. Write a story about that and then show this bar because it shows a connection, a personal connection, yes. and it tells a story. And I always try to be as descriptive as possible mm-hmm. because it really adds to that connection when you yes. can describe what it is that you're feeling. What is it you're feeling? And if you can take a picture or a video of, your, of yourself at that bar or at that pool or at the, wherever you are and send it to five, you know, three clients or four clients or potential clients that are thinking about that destination mm-hmm. and telling them your feelings about it, if yeah. you can send it to them within, that, within the moment, the resort's going to have Wi-Fi. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you can send it to them within the moment. Like, can you imagine the impact that's going to make? That's yeah. another great tip for, um, you know, making the host, making the yeah, host, and, and making can, the most out of a fan. Yes, exactly. And just to your point, sending it to your client and be like, Hey, this made me think of you Yes, because of this. Because and of this. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, and can you imagine yourself having a drink here with Bob or whoever it is that you're yeah. traveling with? Right? Or Maybe. your husband would love this or yes. your kid would have a great time here. I remember seeing photos of you, right. you know, on your last family get together. So there are so many ways you can utilize seemingly simple photos with just how you present the caption and how you yes. write the caption. Love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. Okay. So give us another tip on what, uh, something that they could do to maximize their fam trip. Um, so a lot of fams, not a lot of fams. I think I would think all fams are based on a partnership between you and the supplier. Yes. And you know, there are some BBDMs where they're good friends of mine now. So, you know, in talking to them, I know what their struggles are as a, from the supplier standpoint, of what it's like to bring people on fans. You know, you might have some agents where they're just there for the vacation. They're not really planning on doing anything. Vacation. And I'm doing air quotes and the listeners can't see me, but (laughs) folks, a fam is not a vacation. It is not a vacation. It is not. And I'm going to, you know, and, and, and we know, I mean, whether it's a BDM, whoever it is, the, the suppliers, we know or I mean, when I was a supp- from the supplier standpoint, they know, they sense, they know when you're there and you're treating it like a vacation, okay? And so all of a sudden, to your point, though, Teresa, is that the partnership also, all, all of a sudden immediately becomes null and void, mm-hmm. yes. right? Because you're there for different reasons. Exactly. And so... I always see using the BDM as a tool. If you have questions about something, if you need ideas for something, reach out to the supplier of the BDM. If it's before the trip, that's even better. But it's on the trip and you see something, go ahead and have them tell you about it. And yeah. more often than not, there might be a story there too for you to, for you to um, share with your clients. So don't forget the fact that it's a partnership. Yeah. And we want both 
both parties to be able to win from the fam experience. And so yes. on the client side, your win is you get more bookings. Mm -hmm. The BDM side, the win is also you get more bookings. Exactly. So it's you guys win -win. should be working in partnership with each other. Yes. And, and also to don't be afraid to ask the supplier for something to help you put yourself out there or yes. information or I don't know, whatever it is that you need to connect with your, with your audience, because don't forget the supplier is there to, to, um, give you the information that, that you need. They want you to connect with your audience. So if yes. you're saying, okay, it would be great to do a live video here at sunset mm -hmm. and it would be great to have a staff in it organize right. that. It would be great yeah. to do that before you go. But if you're there and you can ask, and if it happens immediately, great run with it. And if they say, okay, how about we do that tomorrow or another day at five o'clock? Fantastic. Right. Yes. But ask for what you need within reason, of course, mm -hmm. because you definitely want to show that you respect that partnership and you are there and you're on a job. Basically you're there, you're doing a job. Yes. And many BDMs and suppliers will have some kind of material for you. Like you mentioned before, an asset library, right. they'll have a lot of other tools for you to explore and to use. I know, um, the AIC BDM that I have, Dan, he emailed me this PDF that AIC has put out to give tips and advice on how to take great photos at their resorts. Yes. I didn't know Love they had that. that. I didn't know they had that tool. Yeah. And so I think he saw my fam with intention course and he's like, Oh yes, I should send it to her. And I'm like, why didn't you send this to me sooner? Yes. Like, how many other advisors don't know about this? <laughs> so ask, ask and see what kind ask. of resources they have for you. Absolutely. Abs I love that. I love that. Love, love, love that. Okay, good. Is there another tip that you want to share before we get into your, uh, uh, because I want to know more about uh, fam with intention. Um, although I'm over here calling it famming with intention. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and, I, and I was too. joking with you before we actually started the official recording. Famming is a real word, Teresa. Yes, okay? I believe it. It's the new Oxford Webster Dictionary. <laughs> According word of to 2020. Nicole and Jamaican <laughs> Jesus, famming is a word. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, one last tip before we talk about that. You don't need to post everything immediately. Yes. So while you are okay. doing a site say inspection. It, say it again. <laughs> say one more time for the people in the back. You don't need to post things immediately. While you're, yes. doing, a, while you're doing a site inspection, take your videos, take your photos, whatever you need. When there is an experience happening, take your photos, take your videos, whatever you need, and then just be in the moment. Right. Listen learn. Don't be trying to edit. Don't try posting things at that time, trying to think of captions. That's not the time for you to do that. Right. When you're on fams, you need to be present. So you don't need to do everything right when you take a photo. Right. Then if you have later on down the line, you have extra time to really think about the hashtags you're going to use, the tags that you're going to use, mm -hmm. geotags, all these things right at the caption. You want to be able to use that time to prepare a great post. Love that. Love that. Okay. So can we talk a little bit about, um, and, and you know, this is what I call it. There is specific context and there is general context. 
And I, I think if we, if we aim to stay in general context all the time, I think we're going we're gonna to be, we're going to do good. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that. So we are taking this be- these beautiful photos, right? Or these great videos while we, you know, while we're there. And then we come back and we feel like we have to match, always matchy-matchy, always with the matchy-matchy. feel like we have to match the caption with the photo right? And you don't always have to. So if you have a great story that you want to share, whether it is yours, whether it is your client, whether it is a supplier story, you can just choose a photo. It could be a photo of that destination. It could be a photo of that resort without, without making note of the context. Meaning if you're, you know, posting a picture, let's go back to that, that bar on the beach, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And you're sharing a story about, um, your, while you were there or a client story who's just gotten back from there or something of the sort, you don't always have to, you know, go back to, Oh, and by the way, that's a picture of the bar on the beach at XYZ resort. Right. Exactly. And I think that's what, because of that, because people are always trying to match the content or the photo with the caption and they're trying to give it context always. Sometimes it stops us in our tracks and it doesn't allow us to move forward with sharing the information. Do you find that too? Yeah. I mean, I keep all the pictures that I've ever posted and I, you know, there are some photos that I haven't posted yet that I want to post. Mm -hmm. And you don't, like you mentioned, you don't always have to, you know, a sunset in Costa Rica, you don't always have to say like, oh, the sunset in Costa Rica and describe yes, it. Exactly. I used, I have a photo of me looking at the sunset in Costa Rica, but sometimes I'll use that and say, um, I think I used it for like the New Year's Eve or something like right. the end of a year going to a new year and thinking about all the opportunities and blessings I've had this past year. Exactly. That's and you it. mentioned nothing about the sunset or that exactly. you were in Costa Rica. You may have geotagged it, but you don't always have to mention that. You don't always have to give it context. And that is right. why a lot of people will say, oh, I don't have any, I don't have any content. I don't have enough photos. But in fact, you do. You do. The thing, the thing is though, different photos give off different emotions. Right. And that is what you can try to match mm-hmm. as much as you can. Because yes. the photo of me looking at the sunset, that feels a different way than, you know, me eating a hamburger at a restaurant or something. Right. Like I'm not going to use the hamburger one talking about New Year's Eve in the past year and how blessed I feel. Yes. It yes. has a different emotion to it. And speaking of geotags though, when I post, when I'm not at a particular destination, mm-hmm. I tag my actual location in Tampa. Okay. Even if it's a picture of Costa Rica, I tag Tampa because when people go to the location setting mm-hmm. or stuff on Instagram, that picture will come up and they'll be like, and oh, it where is out. this photo? It'll stand yeah. out and they'll ask you about it and they'll see yeah. what you're doing. They're so like, you that's definitely not ge- Tampa. <laughs> yeah. So you don't always have to geotag where the photo yes. was taken. It can yes. be where you are locally look and you don't always have to geotag at all now it, it'd be mm-hmm. nice yep. if you did but don't let that stop you from doing what you need to do and if you're ever you know to geotag or not to geotag don't geotag because guess what you can always come back yes and geotag it just fyi um okay well that was fantastic okay so Teresa, tell us a little bit about your fam with intention because when i heard about that I was jumping for joy in my chair <laughs> over here because it is something that I talk about quite a bit 
um, on my office hour calls with my academy students who will ask about what should I do on this fam? What I'm going on this fam next week. You know, what should I be thinking about? What should I be? And I, I love these questions because I spent 13 years doing that. Right. Um, so when I saw that, I was like, yes, yes. I mean, I'm glad someone is talking about this because it really needs to be said. So you are, you're talking about it. So why don't you tell us about your fam with intention course? I realized by going on a few fams when I first started in the industry that there was something absolutely missing within the fam experience itself. Sure, you can go on a fam and look at a destination, learn about that resort, learn about that ship, whatever it is. But I was having issues with trying to post about it on social media in a way that spoke to my clients. Right. Because the way that it was presented to us, let's just talk about a resort, for example. The way the resort is presented to us is as travel advisors. Mm -hmm. And we have to translate that into the language that our clients will care about. Right. So So, so stick a pin there for a second, because I'm going to, this is a great point because several times on this podcast episode, we've mentioned BDM. We're talking lingo. We're saying fam. We're saying BDM. We're saying supplier. We're saying all these words that we know and we understand but this is a podcast for travel agents. So the average travel agent would know these lingos. However, I find that travel agents sometimes use these lingos in their content. And it really absolutely drives me nuts, right? Because how can you post a photo of you and your BDM and you're saying, oh, there's a picture of me and my BDM at this event in, you know, New Jersey or, or Tampa or wherever, that means absolutely nothing to your audience. And I will say, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know what a BDM is, then here it is. It is a business development manager. Yes, <laughs> because that's there you fair. go. He's <laughs> geared at travel agents, but maybe you're just starting out in the business and you don't know. So it's a business development manager and it's the person who, who um, is your partner or works for a supplier and or destination. Um, and they help you in your journey and give you information so that you can grow your business with that particular supplier or destination. So yes, go absolutely. ahead. I just had, I just had to point that out because yes, you're right. I mean, if you're going to use lingo, it better be in a post where you're defining what it is and showing yes. your expertise and educating on right. what that word means. But mm-hmm. I, I realized that, you know, I was just having issues with, timing and figuring out what to post. And I'm just like, I know I can, I know there's so much marketing potential in a fam. I just don't know how to get there. And I saw similar challenges among my peers, like the fellow fam attendees. Mm -hmm. And so as I moved through and I'm like, I think something needs to change. And I decided I'm just going to start planning ahead. I'm just going to start looking at the itinerary and figuring out what it is I need to do. I started doing research on some of the places we were going to. I Googled it, read about why that was an important thing to see. So that way I I knew what it is I wanted to point out when I was there. Right. And so I created this program because I really believe in partnerships and relationships within this industry. And one of the most important is between the supplier and the travel advisor. We need each other. Mm -hmm. And then the other relationships between the advisor and the client. How can the client know 
what's best for them and know about a particular experience if you don't tell them about it in a way to make them care. So I created this program because I wanted to help advisors improve the way they market their fam experience on social media to build credibility, to increase their reach, and to inspire their new and existing clients to reach out to them and say, hey, I love what you're posting. Like, I want to do the same thing. How can I get there? How can I get there? Love it. And because they, they, they're they now seeing themselves in, okay, so, oh my gosh, you are just dropping the mic all over the place today. <laughs> I may have to get a new mic. You just came to my, my place and you just ruined everything, okay? All the tech, all ruined. Um, I forget what I was going to say now because I'm so worried about the tech and all the mics you've dropped. <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say that, the a lot of a lot of travelers will go on fams and they'll make it about themselves it is hashtag living my best life i'm laying on the beach here i am here i am in this beautiful destination my office for the day my office for the day yes and like this has nothing to do with you this is not about you Mm -hmm. if you want it to be about you go on your own personal vacation and talk about it there but if and, and even then and even then we should always be um, cognizant of the fact that whatever we're putting out there needs to speak to our audience, our ideal client, the person that we're trying to reach. And we need to make it about them and not about you sipping a pina colada on the beach. And if you are sipping a, a pina colada on the beach, you're not bringing the attention to yourself to say, hey, look at me. How awesome is this? I am hashtag living my best life. It is saying, hey, look at me. Fine. Great. But here is what you can be doing. Here's how the pina colada tastes. I want to bring you into this photo, yes. right? Yes. Or yeah. you can say like this pina colada just brings me back to that trip I planned for a client for an yes. anniversary. Use that to bring yes. value to your client because right. one of the most irritating things I hear from people is, "Oh, I want to be what I want to do what you do because you get to travel all the time." Mm. Mm. And if you post photos of yourself on a balcony overlooking the ocean and caption it with, this is my office for the day without yeah. any kind of other context. That's what they're going to think. They're going to think that you're traveling that's what you're and doing. vacationing all the time. I'm paying you to travel all the time, yes. basically. Or I'm not paying you, but wherever you, where, however you earn the money, yes. that's what you're doing is you're traveling all the time. And again, that means nothing to the people who you're trying to reach. Yes, you don't want to make your clients jealous. You want them to be inspired and motivated to reach out to you. That's a good point. That is so awesome. You don't want to make them jealous. You want them to feel inspired. Yes. That's it. You know what? You want to make someone else jealous? Create a private account and invite all your high school friends and your aunt. (laughs) Go to your 10-year family reunion. (laughs) Yeah, show your family reunion. Create another Instagram account and make it private. And, you know, invite all your cousins and your high school friends and your college friends and and everyone everyone else that you want to make jealous. An account where you're trying to reach your ideal audience is not that type of account. Yes. Anyway, mics dropped now. Yeah. And I feel like social media is changing so much and there are so many new features to it. And a lot of times advisors feel overwhelmed with everything and they get analysis paralysis. They're like, if I can't get this done right, I'm just not going to do it. This is too over my head. I'll never understand it. And so this program gives you actionable step-by-step instructions on 
the pre-fam to what you should do while you're on the fam and what you should do after the fam because there's still work to do after the fam. Yeah. It's like you return home and then there's nothing left for you to do. There's still marketing potential after the fact. I love that. I love that. And folks, we're going to post um, a link to uh, Teresa's Fam With Intention course uh, in the show notes as well. And I'm sure I'll talk about it a little bit on my own social media um, because I'm sure you'd be interested in, in finding out more. But they, where can they also find you, Teresa? They can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Fam With Intention. And uh, I have a freebie out. If you go to famwithintention.com, it's three tips on writing engaging captions. So they can go there, grab that freebie, and check out the details of how this course can help them maximize the marketing potential of their next fam. Love it. Love it. And where can they find you on Instagram? So aside from the Fam With Intention, if you want to look at my actual agency uh, page, it's at Get Out Custom Travels. Which is fantastic. I mean, we didn't even get into some of the other things I have written down. Like, you're going to have to come back. I mean, like, look at my list. I was going to talk about reels, your reels. I was going to talk. I was going to talk about all of that. We have no time. Okay. So you promise you'll come back. Yes. We'll do a sequel. We'll do a sequel. We'll do several sequences. Okay. We'll be like Land Before Time, 19. Yes. (laughs) And then hopefully we will meet in person on, I don't know, on an island somewhere, right? Yes, that sounds about right for me. I mean, that sounds great. That sounds great. <laughs> and then we'll do like a real live podcast or live video or we'll figure it out. Either way, let's just get this started. We'll do everything. Right? We'll do everything. We'll do all the things, <laughs> all the things. It is revenge travel next. Okay? Revenge travel. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, anytime. And folks, thank you for listening again. Don't forget to share, subscribe, and leave us a review. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.